So welcome back to Renting an Apartment in New York City. My name is Rodolfo Delgado. Today, we welcome Lorette Vigon, Senior Team Director of the Vigon Team and Associate Broker at Bond New York Properties. With decades of experience under her belt, Lorette was also the broker who got me my current apartment in New York. And coincidentally, or not, it happened to be the very first apartment she proposed that I visit. So Lorette, thank you for always making time for us. Anything for my clients, Rodolfo. Hmm. After finding my apartment as a broker, Lorette also became a mentor of mine. And years back, she offered me a job opportunity in real estate. And oh, how time flies, Lorette. Tell me about it. Today, on the day when everyone is celebrating love, we want to share with you something that we love. Now, even if you don't find love this Valentine's Day, today's advice may help you find an apartment you love. Rodolfo, you are so cheesy. I know, but it's only on Fridays, though. Yeah, sure. Anyway, Lorette, for our listeners, what would be your advice to find an apartment that you love? You know, when we talk about finding love, you have to be open-minded. Well, it's really no different when you're looking for an apartment. You have to decide in advance that you're going to stay positive and be flexible and you got to be open to what may come. Um, I would say don't stress out, make it fun, but of course realize there are definitely steps you're going to have to take to get there. That's interesting. What would be the first step that you would advise renters with? Well, um, decide when you want to move into a new place because that's going to determine when you should start looking. The rental market in New York City moves on a 15 to 30 day cycle. What does that mean? Well, unlike other cities where you can sign up, you know, to rent an apartment four to six months in advance, New York City landlords list their upcoming availabilities, usually anywhere from immediate, you know, when they become vacant to just a few weeks before they will actually be available. So the misconception I think that people have when they're moving to New York for the first time is that they expect that the home search is going to be like it is in other cities, and it is not. That's interesting. Can you elaborate on that, please? Well, um, taking into consideration what I just said, what that means is that you really should not begin your search until at least four to six weeks before your desired move date because you won't be looking at realistic available listings. Anything you look at now would be rented by then. Hmm. You know, so if you want to move, let's say on April 1st, Valentine's Day is the best time to start your search online right now. Hmm. So regarding your search, where would you begin? Well, I mean, the natural instinct, you know, when we're looking for something is to Google it. And then, you know, that will definitely direct you to multiple online websites of brokers and listing services for sure. Or you can go directly to reputable platforms that have been proven to work. Oof. I love that you mentioned that because replay listings, I believe it's an example of that, right? It's one of them. We offer a unique service to the market, right? Mm -hmm. You know better than anyone how it works. And that is brokers preview the listings and they take raw unedited videos and then upload them directly to our mobile app. Mm -hmm. And you know what they say, right? Seeing is believing. And we are all about giving the public 100% transparency. And I know my clients have enjoyed using it, Rodolfo, you know, because they get to see the actual apartment versus looking at photos that have been professionally edited. They get to see real available apartments and then connect directly to me, the broker, 
because I can get them there. So thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we're talking about the online search. You have to consider three things, right? Size, price, and location. So let's start with the price. How do you know how much to spend on rent? Well, New York City Living recommends that we should be earning 40 times the monthly rent as our annual income. So, for example, if you're earning $100,000 a year, the recommended rent expense is $2,500. If you want a more expensive apartment, you would need to show that you have additional income besides your employment or have somebody earning 80 times the monthly rent who can guarantee that lease for you while you're establishing, you know, that first year's relationship with the new landlord. Mm. Um, I actually also recommend searching 10% below your desired price point and also looking up to 20% above that point. Sometimes you can negotiate a lower price on a slightly higher rental that might wind up being your perfect place. Hmm. And what about the space? Well, Rodolfo, it's a fact that New York City, you know, is one of the most expensive places to live. And because of that, moving here is definitely a reality check. I mean, in this city, you're going to pay almost twice the price or half the space you'd get anywhere else in the country. For example, you know, the average one bedroom in New York City right now is $3,000. And in Miami, Florida right now, a one bedroom averages $1,700 a month. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But we pay it here because it's worth it. It's to have the New York City experience. That being said, my advice is not to get hung up on the space. You know, I myself... I moved here from an 800-square-foot one-bedroom in the suburbs. I was living out in Queens. I don't know hmm. if you know that. I um, and Yeah, and I, I never told you this, but I downsized to a 500-square-foot studio. But how it changed the quality of my life was amazing. Hmm. I let go of my stuff. It was very freeing. My new smaller space wound up costing me less to furnish and, and to maintain. And the best part was I got to live in a doorman high-rise building something I'd always wanted. I never had that lifestyle. So, you know, sometimes flexibility with your space needs can open a whole new world. I know. That's true, Loretta. And for me, coming from abroad, for example, that meant arriving with only the essentials, right? And it gave me, I feel, an opportunity to showcase who I am because I started out with a basically a blank canvas and making that space mine. Mm-hmm. And as an architect, you know I had expectations. I wanted my high ceilings. I wanted something loft-like, and I wanted a great location. So I, f- I feel like very early on my search, I realized that I would have to compromise on space to get the other things that I wanted. At the end of the day, what I ended up doing was basically prioritizing. And honestly, I'm glad that I did. And we found you that loft space with those high ceilings, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We did. Um, Now, we've spoken about the space and the price. What about location, Lorette? Because I feel like in New York, every neighborhood, it's like a different world. It's so difficult. How do you know which one to choose? Again, honestly speaking, when I first decided to come to the city, the thought of winding up in the wrong neighborhood was scary. You know, I naturally, I took the advice of my friends and my family when I decided where to look. Um, I did wind up in a safe area on the Upper East Side, um, and that was fine, you know. But once I got here and I got to explore the city, I fell in love with the Upper West Side and Gramercy Park, too. And I actually regretted not having explored other areas before signing on my place. Wow, that's big. So, wait, what's the takeaway then from that story? Well... 
The takeaway is I'm, I'm telling people don't fear the unknown. Don't just limit yourself to Murray Hill because your neighbor's aunt's friend's daughter said you should live there. <laughs> Explore neighborhoods you haven't considered previously before ruling them out because you didn't know them. You know, a good knowledgeable broker can listen to your ideas of what you would enjoy in a neighborhood and can make some great recommendations that you might not have thought of. And, you know, the cool thing is that, you know, everyone's afraid of, ooh, New York, it's so big and overwhelming and it's scary. It's just over 13 miles long and only two miles wide. So don't be afraid to explore. You can get anywhere in a matter of minutes. Who knows? Your next real love might bump into you with the new stand up the corner from your new apartment in a neighborhood that you would not have pictured yourself in. <laughs> That's true. Now, this may sound cheesy, especially because it's Valentine's Day, but searching for an apartment in New York could be in some way compared to dating, I feel like, because everybody's always looking for that perfect 10. What do you have to say about that? There you go with your cheesy again, Rodolfo. <laughs> My advice is don't stress so much looking for that perfect love for that 10. Truly, there's no perfection until you buy it and build it and design it yourself. You know that as an architect. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we're talking what? About four walls, a ceiling, and a floor. You are the one that's going to put the you into it and make, make it the place you love. But that's what's great about a rental. It's exactly that. It's only a rental, you know? This new home is just a stepping stone in your path. And like they say, on this planet, we're only a visitor. It's only a rental. They're not buying it. So you said finding a rental is like dating. You're very right. You're dating. You're not getting married. Hmm. That's very true, though. Plus, the average tenancy in New York is three years, right? Yeah, that's true. Your, your next apartment can be, but it doesn't have to be your last stop. I mean, personally, I love renting. I've been doing it here for 30 years. What I like is that every year you get to decide if you want to stay or go. You can control your own destiny. In fact, I've had several repeat clients, oddly enough, that intentionally they move every year just to experience another part of the city. For those looking to eventually purchase a place, what better way to try before you buy? That's so true. I mean, listen, no one is saying to pour it into rent forever. It's only temporary, and yes, it's a lot of money to spend in a couple of years for that once-in-a-lifetime experience, but if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? Some of us do come to the city, fall in love, and never leave, you know, like you and me. Mm -hmm. But after a few years, if you're going to call New York your home and you can afford to do so, you should invest and buy a place. But in the interim, treat yourself well, find a spot you love to call home, and just enjoy it. Now... Given that this is a special episode and we're broadcasting on Valentine's Day, is there any advice that you can offer for couples who are moving, especially if they've never lived together before? Uh, well, the first thing I would advise is don't let the honeymoon be over before it begins. Listen to your partner and be prepared to compromise. Whose couch do we keep? Take inventory. Discuss what's really important to each of you in the apartment. And before meeting with a professional broker, you'll want to discuss these things with each other to save time. Don't make one wish list, make two. You got to think it through. What are the real needs versus the wants? They're not always the same. Hmm. How much more are those wants worth to you? Remember, flexibility is what works. I mean, you got to stay centered and focused, but at the same time, don't lose sight of each other's needs. It's not worth breaking up a relationship over. That's amazing. Now, in the same vein, though, I think that it's just as tough when somebody has to move out and find a new place of their own because of a breakup, 
right? It happens, it's real, and it can get very emotional. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've seen it plenty of times. The guy walks in my office with the suitcases. My wife threw me out. I got to, you know, get a place. And it's a, it's a real fact, a real part of life. I mean, yeah. separating emotion from reality is tough. It's never easy when love ends and you have to move out and find that new place on your own. But I think you have to embrace the idea that the new place, moving into a new apartment, it's a chance for a fresh start. You know, with a new place, you can begin a new life. But in renting, it's without that long-term commitment. You get to just breathe. Oof, I love that. Yeah. Now, question, Lorette. How long should the rental process take? Ah, well, as a broker, you know I'm going to say that our services are invaluable, and they are. I mean, I can't stress enough the importance of having the right guidance. A professional broker scales the market on a daily basis to find the best values and, and apartments and, you know, Everyone's time is money, as we know. You know, if the renter has done their homework and they're working with the right broker, it's common to find home in the first 24 to 48 hours. This does not have to be a long-lived process, and it shouldn't be. Um, you add on the approval process and lease signing, I think you're looking at about a total of five business days. Hmm. And how do you know when you've seen enough? Uh, that's the other magic question. You know, whether it's the first place you see or the 15th one, I believe the apartment finds you, Rodolfo. Besides what the broker may say when you're viewing the apartment, recognize your own buying signs. If you walk through the apartment and you hear yourself saying, oh, well, my thing will go here, my that would fit over there, that's you telling yourself that you found your new home. Go and get it. Don't lose it. I love that. And here's me being cheesy again, but I guess that then the broker could also be called a matchmaker. <laughs> you know what? We really are matchmakers, Rodolfo. I mean, what can be really an otherwise daunting experience can actually be fun and actually be one of the best experiences when you're working with the right broker to help you find that perfect match. But please, I'm going to beg everybody, don't email us. Don't email brokers. We don't have time to answer all of you. And in the time it takes to answer you, the apartment you like could be rented. If you see a listing you really like and you want to see it before somebody else grabs it, call the broker or text asking them to call you ASAP. Talk to them, share your needs and wants, and make sure you're comfortable in working with them. I like that. And by the way, to all of our listeners out there, Lorette and the Vigon Simi information is going to be provided in the description of the podcast. If you contact them, please let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. Thanks for having me here. I got to get back to work. I got a guy that needs to move tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day, apartment lovers. Until the next one, guys. 